refuge and strength. Let every breath, all that I am, never cease to worship you. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to the King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the works of your hands. Forever I love you, forever I stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Oh, nothing compares to the promise I have in you, my Jesus. Oh, nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Bless you, Lord. Praise your holy name, Jesus. Jesus, 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 sweetest name I know, fills my every longing, keeps me singing as I go, Jesus. Hallelujah to the Lamb. Praise you, Lamb of God. Praise you, Lamb of God. Praise your name of, praise your name, Lamb of God. My Jesus, my Savior, Lord, there is none like you. All of my days, I want to praise the wonders of your mighty love. My comfort, my shelter, tower of refuge and strength, let every breath, all that I am, Never cease to worship you. Shout to the Lord, all the earth, let us sing. Power and majesty, praise to the King. Mountains bow down and the seas will roar at the sound of your name. I sing for joy at the works of your hands. Forever I love you, forever I stand. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. <coughs> oh, Jesus. Nothing compares to the promise I have in you. Oh, Jesus, oh, Jesus, then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art, then sings my soul, 
my Savior God to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art, O Lord my God. When I in awesome wonder consider all the worlds thy hands have made. I see the stars, I hear the rolling thunder, thy power throughout the universe displayed. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Then sings my soul, my Savior God, to thee. How great thou art, how great thou art. Jesus, hallelujah, how great thou art. Great and mighty is the Lord our God. Oh, hallelujah. Great and mighty is he. Ha <laughs> ha. Great and mighty is the Lord our God. Great and mighty is He. Lift your banners, let the anthems raise. Praises to our King. Oh, great and mighty is the Lord our God. Great and mighty is He. Thank you, Jesus. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name, Lord. Great and mighty is He, arrayed in splendor. Great and mighty is He, great and mighty is He, great and mighty is He, great in glory, arrayed in splendor. Great and mighty is He. Lord, we lift your name on high. Celebrate your love. Thy lives and you reign on high. Great and mighty is He. Great and mighty is He. Golden glory. Arrayed in splendor, great and mighty is He. Yes, great and mighty is He. Great and mighty is He. Clothed in glory, arrayed in splendor, great and mighty is He. Great and mighty is He. Yes, Lord. Woo! Woo, glory, glory, Jesus, 
Glory, Jesus. All of heaven only has to hear is praise him a little bit. And they're on their knees and have their hands in the air. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Bless you, Lord. Does anybody have something from the Lord right now? You might have something the Lord is speaking to your soul right this moment that, that needs to be let out because you're going to bust like a steam bubble or something. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Bless your name, Lord. Bless your name. Go ahead and do it. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Come live inside of me. Sing it to the Lord. Welcome, Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Come live inside of me. You're the living water. For you're the living water. Never drying fountain. Comforter and counselor. Take complete control. Welcome Holy Spirit. We are in your presence. Fill us with your power. Come live inside of me. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise you, Lord Jesus. You are Lord. Just proclaim it to him out in the heavens and the earth. You have risen from the dead and you are Lord. Every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Sing it to him. You're my Lord. You're my Lord. You're my Lord. You have risen from the dead and you're my Lord. And my knee shall bow and my tongue confess that Jesus Christ is my Lord. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine, heir of salvation, purchased of God, born of your spirit, 
We're lost in your love. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. (coughs) My song. I'm praising my Savior all the day long. Perfect submission, all is at rest. I in my Savior am happy and blessed. Watching and waiting, looking above. Filled with your goodness, Jesus lost in your love. Oh, this is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my Savior all the day long. Praising my Savior. All the day long. Alleluia surradado, eria surrodorurandaco, e la marocco reseria liriandolo shelai, shela macora candele si parada. I paranasi palalahasi, o pande lo corato rodoshi, domo lo kirarabaro, domo lo kindrebedebo, bedre ke rike satoho, salo koredea hame oto. Ita makoredea, e karanasu toroso toso. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You have permission from the Father from the throne to sing a new song in the Spirit. Paul said it, I'll, I'll pray with the Spirit and I'll pray with the understanding. And then he said, I'll sing with the Spirit and I'll sing with the understanding. Singing with the Spirit means singing in that language of heaven that he gave us when he gave us that filling, that fullness of the Spirit of God. So it's actually a good thing. It says in the Word, it's a good thing to sing praises to the Lord. And it says in the Psalms, let the high praises of God be in their mouth and a two-edged sword in their hands, which means the Word, the sword of the Spirit, to execute vengeance upon the enemy. We know who the enemy is, I believe. Comes to steal, kill, and destroy. If there is theft, if there is destruction, if there is killing involved in whatever you're facing, you know who's responsible, right? You know who's behind it, right? So let's get into some high praise right now. 
Miss Betty, let's give him some high praise right now and see that vengeance falling forth upon the enemy in our lives. Amen. 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 I, I've had that. I've been doing that uh, privately and driving down the road and stuff like that. And I've had we've had things aren't perfect, but we've had such a blessed, favorable three weeks, even with my wife down for the count right now. <laughs> and me being the wife, <laughs> even though that's been the reality, the, the facts and all that, the reality is we're praising and we have favor. We're letting high praises come out and, and having his favor. I got some wonderful, wonderful news yesterday. Or was it this morning? This morning. This morning. Stuff we've been waiting on for some time. Praise Jesus. It's coming to pass. Glory to God. And it came to pass. Hallelujah, it says in the word. How does that happen when we stand in faith? And it says patience and patience means endurance. Patience means endurance. Sticking it out. Stick to itiveness. When he when he said it, no matter what anything else is saying, stick to it. Hang on to what he's saying. Turn, tie that rope around your waist like the guy in the in the blimp did back in 1929 and survived that thing getting away from everybody at that time. Just tie the word around your waist and hang on and, and let that word sustain you. Hold on to that word no matter what. Hold on to it by his stripes. Father God, I thank you by by those stripes of Jesus that were laid on his back. It says it. If it says it, it's the truth. If it's the truth, the truth is going to overcome these facts for me. The truth says that I'm healed. I'm claiming that I'm laying hold on that. I'm not letting go of that. The truth says I'm blessed. The truth says he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus in him. The facts may say otherwise. I've been through three years of H-E-double-L, honestly, in circumstances in my life. <laughs> and I've had so many people say, we're really surprised that you're still going, that you're still with us, that you're still, uh, you're still praising God, still serving the Lord. We're really surprised by that. And I say, well, Why? 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 I, just, I, I like the song says, I have decided. And that's, that's what it takes. It takes a decision. Brother Copeland calls it a quality decision, meaning there's no turning back from it. There's no veering away from it. It's there. And that's where we're going. Amen. Amen. We get, we've got to, got to do that. We've got to hold fast. Get a hold of this thing between our teeth. It comes out from between our teeth. Get a hold of it. Only let this come out of there. Don't give the enemy, don't give humanity and flesh the time of day. Don't give them any airtime, okay? Whenever I say airtime, you know I'm talking about what comes out, this air coming out from your throat, right? Amen. Don't give them any airtime. Grab hold of it and say, no, Father God, I thank you, Father God. I know that these, this, these uh, there was one time I had a circumstance that hit two years ago. And I had an electric bill due and this financial business situation happened. And all of a sudden I had nothing in my bank accounts to use. Boom. It was taken from me. Boom. Without warning. I mean, there's no warning given. And I'm sitting there praising God. Father God, I'm thanking you. I don't care if, if you know, if, if the electric bill shows up and the people are calling me from the company saying we're going to shut you off Wednesday. 
<laughs> I don't care. I cast the care of this on you, Lord. And your word says you'll meet my need according to your riches and glory by Christ Jesus. I'm holding that word against this fact right now. Stare at me. I'm holding that word against this bill, against this cutoff notice. I'm thanking you, Father God. And you know, I just held on. And you know, one day later, I had a, a contracting company in Oklahoma there. And I had, uh, my, my crew had put a roof on for a fellow about 55 miles away. And he says, hey, he, he was kind of friendly with me. You know, normally I'd worked on his, his, uh, his commercial facility too. And he says, hey, um, I had a few shingles blow off this roof you put on about 10 years ago uh, on the front yard. Can you come take a look, see what's going on? And I drive around the corner, could see the back of his house and it, the, the, the shingles rolled up like cigarettes up there. They wasn't attached anymore. He had a storm. And I drove up and said, Don, I don't have to get on up there and look at anything. You have these on the, on the ground, it's proof enough, but I can tell you it's like a rolled up cigarettes on your house. You have no roof up there. You need to call State Farm or whoever and, and get them out here to look at it real quick. And the next day, Don calls me and says, you won't believe what happened yesterday after you left. I said, well, lay it on me, brother. <laughs> I'm a believer, man. Hey, <laughs> he says, I called State Farm and they said, oh, we have an adjuster a couple blocks away from you. We'll just have him come to your house next. He says, yeah, the guy comes up to the house, looks at it. He shoots his satellite thing of the house roof measurements, types something on his laptop, says, guess what, Don? Uh, you had a storm. You're getting a new roof here. He handed him a check for $15,000. He calls me and says, when would you like to do this roof? <laughs> when would you like to get paid on this roof? <laughs> I said, well, Don, would it yesterday be okay? He said, no, no, no. It just, he just gave it to me, okay? <laughs> so I came and guess what? I had a job for $15,000. Just boom, out of the blue. No reason for it, but what happened? The truth overcomes the facts. Had that happened time and again through the years. I've had it happen in this body time and again through the years. Amen. Praise you, Jesus. Not bragging on me. I'm bragging on Jesus if there's any bragging going on here. The Word says, if any man glories... Let him glory in the Lord. Amen. I want to hear it. I was telling you guys that I need my heater in before this weekend because we're going to the funeral. Okay. They got the um, heater yesterday. In the car, you mean? No. Um, they got the heater um, at his other place and they are putting it in tomorrow. And so I'm getting my in your house, you mean, right? Oh, praise God. Just in time, right? Just in time. This 32 degree stuff. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Praise God. Glory to God. You're just a fountain of good news this week, aren't you? Your son. <laughs> She, she, she testified Sunday, right, that your son gave his restored, restored to fellowship. Glory to God. Glory to God. That's, I'm, that's my expectation standing behind this, this pulpit here. My expectation is we're going to have people come with a fountain of praise from people because of what God's doing, because we proclaim and declare and decree blessing over our family here. Amen. Is that okay? Is that all right? 
Praise God. Praise God. You know, we, 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 we like I said, go ahead. Are you going to Davy's, Davy's funeral or, or your uncle? Okay. 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 McGuanago, is that like way up north? Just outside of Milwaukee. Yeah, it's right by Milwaukee. What is that, three hours away or something? Four hours? Okay. I I don't know geography quite like if I was down back in Texas or Oklahoma, you know. Never forget seeing a sign that says McGuanago on Okay. 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 We'll, we're, we're believing and agreeing with you. We remember that we prayed together. What morning was it? Last Friday, Thursday, Friday, Wednesday, something like that. You'd called and, and talked about your, your uncle and Mike's uncle in California, the pastor that he, he moved on to heaven. And, uh, um, and then Davey, and we pray together. Remember, I shared with you what I'd learned. Uh, a mentor shared with me years ago. You break the power. If you got someone you're praying for, believing for, for salvation, break the powers of darkness over their soul. You have the authority for this. Okay. As a son of God, as a child of God, break the powers of darkness over their soul. It's Jesus gave authority. I can, we could do it. We need to do an authority of the believer sesh series. No, it, it's in there, but it will take a while to go over all of it and actually lay out the, the actual case God laid out about that, that we have authority. But one of the things is Jesus said, all authority is given to me, Jesus, in heaven and on earth. And then he turns to the disciples and said, here, what he was doing was, here you go. Go into all the world and preach the gospel. He handed, that's called, that's, that's in Matthew and several, actually a couple of the gospels. He's saying that to them, go and, go and preach and these signs will follow them that believe, right? It's in there. It's all in there for us. And what, what he's telling it's power. It, don't, I'm not, I don't believe you're doubting. I'm just explaining where that's coming from. He's just looking for an yeah. address, as you call it. Matthew 28, 20, I think, is where that is, where that verse is. Go ye in all the world. But he said it in the other gospels in different ways and all that. But what that means is he's given you power of attorney. If anybody in here ever experienced a power of attorney situation, uh, you know, where someone else grants you power of attorney, you have the authority legally to make decisions in their behalf legally. For instance, medical care stuff. I had to do that uh, in this uh, near-death experience in the hospital in June with this foot thing. I had to sign a power of attorney to my bride. Okay, so power of attorney means you have that authority and, and, and ability. And Jesus said, uh, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit's come upon you. You have authority legal authority. But you know, if you're a, a policeman, you have authority, right, to walk out in the street. I, I remember my daddy was the chief of police. I don't remember seeing him hold his badge up, but he was just walking out with the uniform and do that and people would stop. Now, the people driving that car, they have the ability to run him over, right? But he has the authority to say, stop, and they better do it or a higher authority is going to come after them, right? They run over the popo, you know, that's a problem. So we have that same, there's that authority given to us when Jesus said, here, go preach. That same authority, that power of attorney, same thing that a policeman has. 
you've got that same kind of authority spiritually that you can take care of things. And that's something that we're going to be uh, harping on, you might say, and encouraging the the family here. And and I don't know what what your history in your teaching has been, okay? Other than it's spirit-filled and and leans, uh, goes after Jesus with all your heart and all that, and that's good. But as far as actual areas of doctrine, I'm not sure, but we're going to, to continue, trying to talk in tongues up here, sorry. We're going to continue in the word, as Jesus said, continue in my word. We're going to get that word and dissect it. We're going to gold mine, as mentioned, Jeff, nuggets from the mine, you know, that we're going to be put on the website. We're going to gold mine and dig that up and everybody be participating with the nuggets that come out, you see, and build you up and grow you up. That's the whole intention. That's where we're, where we're aiming at. So we're going to be in, in we're going to be in agreement and believing with you with using our power of attorney our individual with you for this time in the funeral, the celebration. And I said all that because we had prayed over Davy. We'd said we break the powers of darkness over Davy. We claim his salvation. We have the right to do that because it's not his will that any should perish. God reaches. He uses every letter of the law he has to get people into the kingdom. Okay. So we have that authority. We claim his salvation in the name of Jesus Christ. And Father God, your word says that we need laborers to go into the harvest. We need laborers that Davy will listen to. You shared that Davy, you'd shared with him. And he, as far as you know, it didn't, he didn't really heed you. Okay. No, no outward evidence. However, there is someone he will listen to. There is someone that he, that can shine light and he'll open his eyes and, and receive the light. Someone on the earth that way, that person. So we, we're, we're praying, Father God, let the angels of the Lord who are sent to minister for those who are heirs of salvation, let them come and bring laborers across his path that he'll receive from as, a, as a, a message from heaven and receive and act upon because no one in their right mind will choose to go down yonder. No one in their right mind. I, I've actually, one time I, I was... It was a very emotional thing. I actually got to see down there someone that I had been trying to reach and they died accidentally. Right? See, it was horrible. So no one in their right mind goes there. So anybody in their right mind will choose Jesus. So what do they have to have? They have to have enlightenment coming to them. So you're praying, Father God, let the light of the gospel shine into their soul and bring forth laborers that will bring, that will bring the message they'll receive. So they can see and believe. And I thank you as of now, because I've requested they are saved. I call them saved in the name of Jesus from they, from this day forward. And I, I, I'm just looking forward. I don't never met Davy. I haven't seen a picture of him, but I know whenever I cross that bridge that Davy will probably be somewhere in the multitude. And because we're connected, Davy will probably come up and say, hey, I'm Davy. I'm so glad you prayed like you did, you know. So glad you believe for me. Amen. Can I ask one more yes. Um, there was a, uh, I'll, I'll get up to the question. There was a funeral that I actually attended. And when I went up to the casket to like just, you know, say goodbye to him, it was my husband's uncle. And I heard a noise curdling scream like in the distance, like nothing I have ever heard before. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, is that um, something that has ever happened to any other Christian? Because I was a Christian at the, uh, I'm, 
that happened when I, I, I accepted Jesus, you know, so I was a Christian, and I was just wondering, I've never experienced that before, but it happened that one time that I heard, I could hear the screams of hell. Was this person a Christian or they're unsaved? As far as you knew? Yeah. Okay. So he probably made it made a choice, a bad choice. That's what he did. The, the, you know, because I, I shared with you the time that I actually had a young fellow that, that was the brother of, of actually of a young lady that I dated back in the 80s briefly. And she helped me in my children's church and stuff. And he was he was one of these continual rebel types, rabble rouser, rebel type of guy. And he, he would cuss you out for witnessing to him kind of deal, you know. But uh, he had died in an accident, and I'd, I was really tore up about that. And I walked out my back door onto my back patio porch at the farm. And as I was standing out there, suddenly my eyes were open, and I could see the dark world and could hear Bill screaming down there. That was his name, Bill. And could see and hear people screaming. You know, it's dark down there. You really don't see, see, but you could sense them and know that there were people down there. So it is, it's a horrible place. Definitely worth avoiding. And actually, actually quite easy to avoid. (laughs) You could have heard a coyote screaming or something too, you know, and just mistook it for that, but it's. It was like just right there by the casket. Okay. You could have heard it in the spirit, too. I'm not saying otherwise. But, you know, there's a lot of ways to look at a lot of things. And just understand, like I've mentioned before, having gotten the privilege of going up, we're all going to really be surprised at who we see up there. And I'm not preaching the the so-called everybody saved deal or the universal, whatever they call universalism. I'm not preaching that. But the Father God has decreed it and Jesus came to restore salvation to humanity. So I think the default setting is Father God is trying to get them to slide into the gates of heaven with every effort of, that he's got everything available. So we'll be surprised at who we see up there. I was surprised at who all I saw. <laughs> it was a good thing, though. Praise God. How did I get off on that, Jeff? <laughs> it's good. This is a believer's meeting. Is that okay? If, if there, there's something in your believing that you want to know about or or grow up in or understand. That's fine. That's good. That's good. And we're already halfway there, aren't we? <laughs> Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. This, this 7, 630 to 7.30 thing can prove to be uh, a, a chore or a trial to get through when you're used to being long-winded, you know? You know what I mean, Dwayne? You're used to just speaking everything you got to speak. But we're going to commit to it. We're going to do it. Because I've had enough folks contact us and say, if we could get out early enough on Wednesday night, we'd be happy to come. We've got to get our kids ready for school and stuff like that. So if you'll adjust for us, we'll do it. And we're, we're happy to do that. The more, the merrier. I yeah. our... wasn't able to make it tonight, so, so some of the parents with kids couldn't make it tonight. Okay. Well, yeah. Uh, Dola? Dodo. Dodo, I'm sorry. I thought you said Dodo. Dodo wasn't it. Okay. That's good, though. We've, we've got, and we're working on that, Becky. We are working on it. We're, we've been delayed, of course, but we are working. 
by the first year to have things back in motion, streamlined out for every, everything working smoothly with the kids. I know that's on your heart. You've shared that with us, and so we're working in that area. But we've got a lot of work to do, a lot of things to accomplish. And I'm, I appreciate that Jesus made the statement, come on, take my yoke upon you and come with me because my yoke's easy, my burden's light. I'm glad of that because I would fight the gates of insanity if it weren't that the case right now, the way things have happened the last few months. Wanted to remind you, we were wanting to finish up on the place of blessing. I'm not going to do that tonight, but, but just uh, living blessed, what we need to do to live blessed, live the blessed life. Robert, um, Robert Mueller, the pastor of Gateway in Dallas, their church, big church, wonderful church. He, he talked, I, I did a book study of his called Living the Blessed Life that I shared with a, a small groups and all that. It was great. The, the thing to do, what we need to do is to transform what goes through our minds. And we don't do that ourselves. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The, wor- the washing of the water, the word, the word going through that mind and you getting you, you, you building up in the mind of Christ. It says we have the mind of Christ. So it's first Corinthians two or it's first Corinthians two it says we have the mind of Christ. We have it. It's, it's a possession. Now it's a matter of, are we going to, we're going to loose him and let him go in there. Or are we going to keep him locked up like Lazarus? Or are we going to loose him and let him go? So what do we do to loose him and let him go? We meditate this word. We accept. I, I was uh, the other night I, I wake up not all the time, but I was waking up. We got this wonderful new queen size bed with the house with this wonderful mattress. It's got some of that foam and stuff, really comfortable, warm and all. And, and of course, Dola is sleeping on the uh, be that chair, that, the lift chair, because she can't lay down on that arm and stuff. She's sleeping in there in the living room and I'm in there by myself and I'm laying there, wake up about 4.30 in the morning and can't sleep. And when that happens, you know that Jesus is usually trying to get a phone call into you somewhere or another. So I'm laying there and all of a sudden a verse, Psalm number one, you ever read Psalm number one? It says, King James, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And in his work, in his law, does he meditate day and night? And he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth his fruit in his season. Whatever he does will prosper, it says. That's the blessed life, living the blessed life. Our, our desire is to get that mindset of the blessed life that we choose. God said it in the word in Deuteronomy. I set before you blessing and cursing. Deuteronomy 27 curses like just out of this world. Curses that he enumerates. Cycles of cursing is what it is. You go through it. You've gone through it. There are cycles of it. And each cycle gets worse and worse and worse. And the final cycle was the judgment of the entire nation being carried away captive and and families separated and children destroyed, all that sort of thing. The final cycle. That was the curse. But then 28 Deuteronomy was the blessing. Blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed going in, blessed coming out. All those, all those with that word blessing attached to it. And so God was trying to get the people. He said, I'm setting before you blessing and cursing. 
He said, I'm telling you this, choose life, choose blessing. Choose it. We can we can make a choice. How do we choose it? How do we get that? How do we get that flowing in us? Well, first of all, above all else is this becomes first place. This becomes priority. This is more important. I've told you I'm a college football fan and my team is the Texas Longhorns, Hook'em Horns. You know, I really enjoyed them through the years from when I was 10 years old. Okay, and so and they're disappointing the last 15 years. Oh, they're so disappointing the way they play. But I just I love that. I enjoy that. But you know something? In recent years, it wasn't so easier when I was younger, but in recent years, I've decided the song says I'm going to live like a believer. Turn my back on the deceiver. I'm going to live what I believe. What do I believe? You believe, you're supposed to believe what he says to you. The rhema, there's, there's logos in that Greek language, koine. Logos means what's written down on the page. You can read it with your eyes and stuff. And yes, you need to believe that, but what you need to believe is the rhema. That's the word, but the word coming out of the mouth spoken. The frequency of heaven. That's what I call it. Believe the frequency of heaven. Let that frequency go in and and vibrate the cords of the soul of the heart and inhabit that. See, Jesus said this, if my word, if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask what you will. It shall be done to you. The word ask is ateo. Ateo means to require by covenant, not to go down and Oh, Lord, please, 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 please. Oh, Jesus, Jesus. It's not that. It's not begging. It's not begging. And I'm not making fun of anybody that prays that way. But that's not the picture he's painting when he says, I tell you, it is Father God. I'm your son. You adopted me and I'm born of your 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 spirit. And you have uh, made a covenant with me. And your word says this is a better covenant than that old Mosaic law was. And Jesus fulfilled that and made this for me. And I'm bringing this before you. It tells me this here in the covenant. And because it says this and because you're true and absolutely faithful, uh, I'm holding you to this. That's I tell. That's requiring by covenant. That's what that means. You shall require by covenant what you will, what you're wanting, and it shall be done to you. And what was the condition? Remember the first part of it? If you abide in me and my words abide in you. Abide means to take up a dwelling, not just not just a, a hotel, three night stay, but to actually move in. To move in and, and live and dwell in the place. So if you abide in me and my words abide in you, you'll ask, you'll I tell what you will and it will be done to you. Another place he said, whatever you ask in my name, I will do it that the father can be glorified in the son. That's the same word, I tell, whatever you require by covenant in my name. In my name means power of attorney. You're standing there and you are at that moment, you're Jesus. You are the body of Christ, remember? Okay. If you're the body of Christ, what does that mean? The body, you know, <laughs> that is not named finger. <laughs> it is a finger, but its name is not finger. Its name is Gary Warlick. It happens to be part of the body of Gary Warlick. So you've got to understand this about uh, the body of Christ. Jesus, whenever he says here, all authority is given to me here, go. 
do this. You got to understand that's you standing there. Whatever you shall ask in my name, standing in my place, I will do it that the Father can be glorified in the Son. See, we've, we've, we've got to transform into that mindset that we're not these weak, weak need, weak willed little uh, sissy, I guess you'd say. We're not some spiritual little sissy with a weak will and all that and just waiting on the devil to whoop on us and all that. But no, no, we're a warrior. We're in Christ. We have armor. The, the, the Roman army, they had the, the atomic bomb of their day, the Machaira, the two-foot little sword. That defeated every nation of the world around them. They conquered because they were so disciplined, had such a wonderful army, the best armor, the best tactics, the best generals and all that. They defeated basically the world of their day, conquered it. And we're called warriors for Christ. Amen. We are called warriors for Christ. And it says, take the whole armor, right? Grab hold of the whole armor. And he described it all. So we've got to do that. We've got to learn to do that and get that mindset. And at the end of the armor passage, it says in King James, and having done all, stand. Now, what is done all in your, your original autograph back in that day, the picture? Done all means having overcome. Having conquered the enemy, take your stand. No devil, you're not coming back here, buddy. <laughs> Hasta la vista. Forever and ever and ever. Amen. Hasta la vista. We've got to get that mindset. We've got to think that way. That's what renewing of the mind is. When we refuse to accept anything less than what's ours. And stand till it is ours. We see it. Amen. So living the blessed life. Uh, one of the, the favorite stories, I, I was a history major in college part of the time. And I just love history. Just love going back through and doing research and finding out stuff. And one of my favorite historical passages was in the book of Genesis, chapter 39, the story of Joseph. You remember Joseph? Every time I go through Genesis, getting into 39, 40, 41, all through there. You remember his story? He was, in a, he was dad's favorite because it was the favorite wife, you know. And, and, and the historical accounts, Joseph was easy on the eyes. It says that he was well favored and all that. That means he was a hunk. You know, he was handsome hunk, you know. And, and so that why would the uh, his master's wife throw herself at him like that? He was he was good looking guy, a nice, wonderful Christ like man. Is it our time to quit? No, it's not. I got some time. A Christ like man. And so Joseph is in here and Joseph, it says you can read it in Genesis chapter uh, thirty nine. The Lord was with Joseph and he was a prosperous man and he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, and his master saw the Lord was with him and the Lord made all he did to prosper in his hand. And Joseph found grace in the master's in his master's side and he served him. He made him overseer over his house and all that he had, he put into his hand came to pass from the time he made him overseer in his house and over all that he had that the Lord blessed the Egyptian's house for Joseph's sake. And the blessing of the Lord was upon all that he had in the house and in the field. And he left all that he had in Joseph's hands and he knew not anything he had except the bread that he ate. 
And Joseph was a goodly person. In other words, he was that, like I said, he was that hunk, you know, a goodly person and well favored. Had the favor of God. Why? The blessing. The ble- he had that blessing mindset from way back in his youth. He said, the Lord, sh- I had this dream and all the rest of you brothers and dad and all of you bowed down to me. In other words, I was the king. He was, he was one of the original singers of We Are the Champions. You know that song? He's one of the original. <laughs> he might have been the original writer, you know, we don't know. But that's the mindset he had. He was expecting to be the ruler and be favored. And daddy makes him the coat of many colors, which meant you're going to be the king. You're the prince, the chosen crown prince. So he did that. And Joseph stepped in that, walked in that. He goes through circumstances Horrible, horrible stuff. You ever been rejected, anybody? Anybody ever been rejected? And rejected enough to tear you to pieces? You know, I told you how my birth father uh, booted me away from his house when I went to live with him. Six years old, seven years old. You know, I told you that. That's, that's a horrible thing. Well, his whole family, other than his dad, his whole family rejects him, sells him as a slave. That's horrible. Yep. But a horrible thing. But Joseph kept the blessing mindset throughout that. Uh, The the jailers did him wrong. They promised him something and he just lied and did him wrong. And guess what? He kept the blessing mindset. And what what do we read here right there? He goes out into the master's house, Potiphar, who was the chief jailer, which is a very prestigious position. He in the house and he winds up with wealth. And prosperity, because why? The blessing mindset. He kept on to that. He kept in righteousness the whole time. Amen. Uh, You and I can operate in the same level of the blessing as Joseph and even greater because Hebrews says we have a greater covenant. Hebrews 8, 5, a greater covenant, a better covenant based upon better promises. Uh, Joseph did everything as a blessed, anointed man. The same anointing has been restored to each of us. We can walk in the same anointing that Joseph, uh, because Jesus did the same thing. Jesus, you realize, yes, he's the son of God, but he walked the earth as a man anointed and empowered by God, the Holy Spirit, living in him, moving in him. You see, he was, uh, if you've ever been in a manufacturing plant or invented anything, one of the first things you do to show people what you're doing is you make a prototype. Anybody, you ever invent anything, built anything? You make a prototype. That's so that folks can see it working, see what's happening. So what did God do? He sent Jesus, the only begotten son, into the earth. Jesus was filled with the Holy Spirit. You, you read about the anointing coming on him at 33 years old. Stepped out of that and he walked as a man. He called himself son of man all the time, right? He walked as a man, but that Holy Spirit in him would rise up. The Holy Spirit possessed him. Anybody ever see the shows like The Exorcist or any of those Rosemary's Babies way back there? The occultic preaching they did there? Well, the same principle applies, a greater principle applies for the Holy Spirit to be inside of us and and possess us and make us like Jesus, make us like Father God. That's the whole purpose. That's why we stay here instead of getting raptured when we get saved. He was born of the Holy Spirit. You remember reading the account in Luke? The Holy Spirit came upon Mary 
and cause the, the, the ovum and the egg in her to become fertile with the, the seed of Father God from heaven rather than a human man because a human man would have messed things up in that area real badly. The, the sin that was in the, the, the seed of the man. So he was the seed of the Holy Spirit. And, but, but not in the sense Okay, there's a, a different sense of it when he became an adult and began to walk in the anointing as the Son of God. A different sense of it. Yes, he was. There is a, a, a theological saying in the Latin, posi non pecari. You ever heard that? You ever studied that? Posi non pecari, pecari non posi. Jesus was both of these. He was able not to sin because he was born of Father God. And he was not able to sin because he was born of Father God. But he was fully a man. It said he was tempted like the rest of us. But because of Posinon Pecari non Posi, he, he, he didn't sin. He was able to be the perfect sacrifice that was required to take away the sin, to redeem us, to buy us back out of that slave market of sin. That's what he was. So, he, yes, he did have that genetic makeup of the Holy Spirit. And then he became filled with the Spirit when he, remember when he was baptized and he said, Holy Spirit came on him. He was, he was in the wilderness, came out of there. He had the power just like we're supposed to have when the baptism, the, the infilling, the clothing of the Holy Spirit comes on us, the Acts 2 experience. It's the same thing. So what he was doing, he was a prototype of the Christian. That's what he, he came. He, and the Bible says it in 1 John, if you say you know him, you ought to walk like he did. Now, we don't always live up to that, right? A lot of my life I haven't, okay? But whenever I'm spiritually minded, what am I doing? I'm trying. I'm deciding in that way, okay? Each of us decides in that way, don't we? So, are you blessed tonight? Are you getting anything out of this? This is not on the script, okay? So, a believer's meeting. I was wanting to do some more of the healing school. And we're going to be closing up shop here in a couple, three minutes here. So anyway, Joseph, uh, he was a really great example because the Spirit of the Lord came upon him. The Spirit of the Lord was not legally able to reside in him like with us. We're, we're a new species. We're something that never happened before in the earth. He can move inside of us and live there. And he does that when you say, Jesus, be the king of my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. When you have that crisis of faith, exercise faith. What happens? The Holy Spirit moves inside, like that day of Pentecost, moves inside, floods you, makes a dwelling place for the Father and the Son to come live inside you. And the only time that happened in history before was when God created Adam and breathed into him the breath of life. They were able to live inside him. But legally after that, why? Because Adam bowed his knee and gave authority to the mean guy downstairs, you know. He didn't have the right to come live inside us like that. But he would come upon people in Israel because they were, they were in contract with him. He'd come upon them and empower them to do, you know, like Samson. Samson was far from a perfect guy. He was committing fornication with people, you know. But because that anointing came upon him, what did he do? He did all kinds of things by faith. Slaughtered them Philistines and all that. And throughout the Old Testament, you see that. But when the New Testament comes along and the new creation, the new spiritual species, 
it's a whole different dynamic, a whole different existence because he's allowed to live inside us. And the better thing is if we let him come upon us, that filling, that baptism of the spirit, let him come on us and use us like Jesus, where we walk really like Jesus, where we're actually made to be like Jesus. We're transformed, as it says in the word, we're transformed into that image of Jesus by the spirit of God. Amen. That's an interesting insight. <laughs> Never heard that. <laughs> Praise God. Are you blessed tonight? Amen. We're going to we're going to end up with the little as it said, the, the pattern of the disciples and Jesus. We, we're going to finish off with a song, but I want to just bless you right now. Thank you, Father God. I'm thanking you for this word you granted us tonight in this believers meeting that it went according to your will, your kingdom come, your will be done right here as it is in heaven. We thank you for that manifesting. Thank you for the Holy Spirit gifting each of us to profit with all. We thank you for the manifestation of the Spirit of God through each one of us, making us more like Jesus, someone on the inside working on the outside. What a change in our lives, Lord. We thank you for that and praise you for it. Thank you for giving us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. I proclaim victory over our family. Victory in every arena. I proclaim the spirit of might by your Holy Spirit coming upon all of us. That Christ dwells in our hearts by faith, that we're being rooted and grounded in love and able to comprehend with all the saints the breadth and length and depth and height and know that love of Christ that passes knowledge, that we'd be filled to all your fullness and live that life beyond dreams of Zoe, as you call it, everlasting. We thank you for that. Praise you for that. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God. Thank you, Father God.